coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. I am Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills, and with me is Mark Berkshire with Mark Berkshire Ministries of Fair Chance, Pennsylvania. And uh, we actually have two topics today. We are going to get to critical race theory, but what kind of pastors would we be if we didn't talk about Halloween since it's, what, two weeks away, a week and a half away, yeah. uh, a little over a week away. So, um And here's the thing, um, not to uh, judge anyone that does celebrate Halloween or judge anyone that does not. And I don't I don't know how to say this. so I'm just going to spit it out. Uh, I did a TikTok live stream last night where I shared this sentiment and got some. A range of results, as you can imagine. Uh, And here's basically what I said. I'll share the same thing here Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, In the Pittsburgh area, they had Renaissance Festival. And it's where people go and there's this little village and there's this little village and uh, they have it set up like medieval times. And people will go and dress up. And I have some friends of mine that actually work there at the Renaissance, Renaissance Festival. And according to them, they had on some weekends, it was only open weekends, um, up to maybe 10,000 people a day. People weren't there for the whole day. Some people were, some people came, left, all that, but up to 10,000 people a day. Half of those people, probably more like three quarters, but half of those people were dressed up in costume, medieval costumes as knights, as swords, as pirates. I mean, the whole thing, men, women, children, Uh, Whole families came dressed up, all kind of stuff. I was going to dress up, but I couldn't find the leather cuffs that I made a few years ago. So I felt like it would be ridiculous to have the pants, the shirt, and a sword. But without the leather cuffs, it it just didn't make it. So I didn't dress up this year. Here's the thing. Biblically, not a single one of those people are going to hell for dressing up. I can't find anything in the Bible that supports that, that says they dressed up like medieval characters so they're going to hell i also can't find anything in the bible that says if they dress up like that on october 31st they're going to hell and i also can't find anything in the bible that says if they allow their kids to dress up and go door to door on october 31st and get candy they're going to hell so I can't see where anyone is going to hell for dressing their kids up like avengers and taking them out and going door to door. Um, They may be going to the dentist with their kids if they fill up on Snickers and Twizzlers, but that's about it. Um, However, that is different from the practice of celebrating and practicing and worshiping witches and demonic forces on that day. Totally different thing, totally different conversation. And I'm gonna turn it over to you, Mark. And it is a totally different conversation. As I was telling you before we went on air that, you know, when I lived in Frederick, Maryland, I lived um, one of the largest um, Wiccan covens or witch covens was at, was right beside where I lived. 
right near where I lived. And they would celebrate. I mean, they did the whole satanic thing every Halloween. They would go out and do this, and it, they, it would go on for hours and hours. Um, and that is wrong. Um, I see no problem with parents dressing up their kids, going door to door, um, other than the safety part of it these days. Um, yeah, and, yeah, uh, there's always that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, there's a lot of churches that do trunk and treat, or I think that's what they call it, um, where they have. Uh, people that bring their cars and decorate their cars all up and they, de- they they get in the costumes and they pass out candy to the kids in the community who come dressed up in, in, in all of their outfits. Um, I, I know growing up, we, we went door-to-door trick-or-treating uh, back in the, the late 60s, early 70s and had no, no issue. And I came from a very holiness background where you weren't even allowed to go to the movie theaters but we were allowed to go trick-or-treating and so I, I don't think there's like you said there's nothing in the bible that says we can't do that it's like anything else it, when you go to the extreme and you start worshiping it or worshiping what it's all about that's when we have the problem and that's when the problem exists. Yeah. So um, I did a, a podcast with um, some moms. Uh, they have a Facebook group called Naps or Nothing uh, Moms Facebook group. Uh, <clears throat> we did a podcast and we were talking about this. Uh, and we were talking about the fact that um, some people complained or have in the past complained because, hey, but it's a pagan holiday. And we were talking about the fact that, you know, before God formed the nation of Israel and way before Christianity, pagans existed, false gods existed, their holidays existed. So you can, you know, pick any day of the month or of the year and likely trace it back to some false pagan holiday. But who cares? We're not celebrating a pagan holiday. Let's stop giving those pagan holidays so much power over our lives. You know, people were born on multiple days of the year. Uh, Probably one of our birthdays, someone could trace it back to a pagan holiday. I don't care. When I celebrate my birthday, I'm celebrating, you know, the fact that I'm still alive. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the day that our, our wedding anniversary, someone could trace that back to, oh, some pagan holiday. Who cares? Not celebrating the pagan holiday. I'm celebrating, you know, the fact that my wife and I were married in the eyes of Lord, the Lord and our family. And, and we're thankful for that. So um, it's not about what day used to be there. It's what are you doing on this day now? And again, and, and this is, this is, I know there are different denominations that have different beliefs on this, and I'm not trying to ascribe to any denominational belief. I'm just trying to look biblically what does the Bible say. Um, There is nothing in the Bible that says you're doing wrong or going to hell or you're sinning against God for dressing your little kids up like, you know, the Avengers and taking them out door to door to get candy. 
what I find interesting is that a lot of people who complain about this holiday, a lot of Christians who are complaining about celebrating this holiday have commercialized Christmas and Easter to the point of it's a gift-giving day instead of what the real meaning of each of those holidays are. Yeah, and um, I, I was sharing with Mark before we, <clears throat> before we started the podcast that last year, I did some TikTok videos saying, here's a God-honoring way to celebrate Christmas. There's nothing wrong with it. And people came for my life, man. They called me a heretic, a false prophet. I'm leading people to hell, yada, yada, yada. All for the same reasons that people complain about Halloween. Um, and what happens is we commercialize it. We do all these things with it. And that's that's on us. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Right. There's there again, there's nothing wrong with biblically or from a are you sinning standpoint with dressing your kids up, other than like Mark said, be safe. Right. Uh, and other than, you know, I can't say it's necessarily right or wrong for you to steal all your kids' candy, but it happens. <laughs> it happens, you know. I did it with my kids, <clears throat> but there's nothing, God is not looking and going, wow, it's such a shame. Look at that family. They dressed up like the Scooby-Doo gang and they went door to door saying hi to their neighbors and getting candy. And one of the things the moms brought up is it's a great opportunity. And some of the pastors in the pastors group brought this up as well. It's a great opportunity to get to know your neighbors. Sit at the end of the driveway with neighbors who you normally don't get to connect with. Uh, share with one another, talk with one another, hand out candy to the kids together. It's a great opportunity to get to know your neighbors. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's a great opportunity to witness to your neighbors. I mean, you don't want to sit there and preach at them. It's a good opportunity to, you know, to just share Christ and the love of Christ with your neighbors. Yeah, exactly. And to refute all of this, you're going to hell, Christians shouldn't celebrate Halloween. And again, uh, one of the moms put it perfectly. When Christians do it, we're not celebrating Halloween, whatever the pagan Halloween means. We're taking our kids trick-or-treating, or as adults, we're just going to get candy, you know, because mm -hmm. as adults, we have that favorite candy that we like to take from our kids when they get it. But uh, we're not celebrating Halloween. We're just taking our kids trick-or-treating. That, that, that's all we're doing. I will say this, though, before we move on to critical race theory. Um, it is, as Mark said, it's a great opportunity to kind of um, get to know your neighbors. It's also a great opportunity to witness the people. But I will say this. If you're handing out Bible tracts, don't do that in lieu of candy. If you're going to give out tracks, give candy to. Don't just here's here's a Bible track and a toothbrush. Come on. These are kids who've been like waiting for this and all they want, you know, their parents probably haven't allowed them sugar for weeks because they know they're going to yeah. fill up on this and you're robbing them of the half of them. One of the moms was like, half of them can't even read. I don't even know what you're putting in there. They're like, they just throw that thing away. Yeah. I mean, if you want to give it to the parents, say, here's something for you. That's fine. But give the kids some candy. And I would go as far as to say, don't even pass them out. Don't even attempt to pass out tracks. 
I, I was gonna say uh, that, but I didn't. I was I was like, uh, we're gonna get even more hate for saying. Yeah. That. <laughs> but, I know. I know. I'm 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 guilty. I mean, you know, it's one thing to. To me, that is like Bible beating someone. Exactly. Because you have you have these tracks that talk against Halloween and all of this, and you don't you don't have a you don't have a chance to discuss it with them. You're just handing them your opinion, and um, that usually doesn't work out well for anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. I I didn't want to say that, so I'm glad you had the courage to say that because I was like, we're gonna get even more hate because now we're someone's gonna walk away and said, hey, they said we shouldn't ever hand out tracks. No, and I'm not saying that at all. I, mean, I know, but we go to a restaurant. When we leave a restaurant, my wife puts down on the table with the tip for the for the waiter or waitress a card, a movie card that they can go online and watch free Christian movies and family wholesome movies. And that's what she does. Every time we go out to eat, she will put a card down on the table with tip. And it's just like a little business card. It, it gives a website that you can go to and watch these movies. And um, it's kind of cool. But yeah. that's, that's what we do. So I'm not saying never pass out tracks. There's a time and a place do that exactly exactly so um we're gonna move on uh because i feel like we probably made a lot of people mad talking about halloween uh so now we're gonna move on and make a lot more people mad uh we're gonna talk about critical race theory and um actually first before we even talk about it let's talk about what is it and our goal here isn't to say at least from my perspective not to say whether, whether critical race theory is right or wrong. It's to say, from a Christian perspective, um, it's wholeheartedly wrong. That, that, that's my opinion from a Christian perspective. I can't Amen. tell non-Christians what to do or what they should be studying or what they should be looking at. But I can say from a Christian perspective, critical race theory does not line up with the Bible. Right. But before we jump into that, uh, Let's talk about what is it. Did you want to share anything first? Um, no, you go ahead. Okay. So my understanding is probably limited because so many different things come up when you try to look it up online. And I'm beginning to hate Google because they kind of focus you on what they want you to know about something rather than here's the truth. So <clears throat> um, critical race theory is basically, from what I understand, Presenting historical information about how whites have, for lack of a better term, stacked the system intentionally, government system, judicial system, financial system, you name it, uh, all of the infrastructure systems intentionally against black people. And it includes bringing to the forefront some of the intentional horrific things that white people have done against black people. So that's my understanding in a nutshell, that it is about presenting, hey, here's the way that white people have intentionally stacked the system against black people. And here are some of the horrific things 
that white people have done to black people that have been left out of, let's say, the history books or, or common knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, they're saying that uh, all white people are racist, no matter what. That's that's what it's coming down to. And, and just by making that statement, in my mind, makes them racist towards the white people. It is by the definition of racism, yes, which is looking exactly. at other people uh, in an inferior way for whatever reason. Um, right. And, and making a mass judgment, not about this group that has done something, but the whole race in general. Um, yeah. so by definition, it, it, it seems racist. Here's my other problem with it. It doesn't, and I don't have a problem with acknowledging that there are some things that some white people have done, horrific things uh, against yeah. black people. Uh, I, I see, you know, during like Black History Month and other months, people list all these tragedies and all these things and all these attacks that have been done on black people. Uh, yeah, I get it. I understand that that's true. Uh, that doesn't mean that every black or excuse me, every white person in America right now um, is racist or gave an okay or is okay with those horrific things that were done to black people. Uh, so uh, that's that's just my secular stance on it before even jumping into why I just think it's it's not okay biblically. Right. And I agree with I agree with what you said. I mean it, it's just I, I will I'll let you continue. <laughs> no, go ahead. Spit it out. Spit it out. Well I'm just thinking there have I, I agree with you. There have been white people that have done terrible things, not just to blacks, but to Asians and Indians and all kind of people that were different than them. But isn't that human nature to treat someone who is different than you differently if you don't have Christ as a whole? I mean, that seems to be the way people are, are brought up. It, it's a matter of how you were brought up in the world. Um, if you were brought up in a family that had nothing but hatred towards other people that were different, chances are you're going to hate people just like your the rest of your family did. Um, so, I mean, this isn't, everybody thinks this is something new. This is such a new concept. This goes back to even in the Bible, the, the idea of critical race theory was there. You can see, you know, how people were hated someone because they were a different race or a different community, a different tribe than they were. Yeah, and a lot of that was because of fear. And I'll add that I grew up in a yes. single-parent home. Uh, my mom um, was very, very, and I didn't think about it at the time. It didn't kind of occur until I was older, for lack of a better term, racist towards uh, not white people, 
but towards um, Haitian people and Asian people, not because she didn't like their culture, but because she felt they were coming in and working for less money and taking jobs that she could have had. So um, that kind of mentality uh, exists throughout our nation. Like you said, when people don't understand a culture or they have fear about something, whether they're going to take jobs from us or overtake us, um, then they have fear about them. In the book of Exodus, one of the reasons that they killed all the babies for the Israelites or the male babies is because they had fear that they're going to get so numerous that they're going to take over, you know, the nation of Egypt. So that happens. And here's the problem. You hit it on the head from a Christian perspective. We're not supposed to want, have that fear. It's one thing to, I don't know about this race. I'm concerned that I might be offensive or say something wrong to this race or this culture. Cause I've not interacted with them before. But our job is to see every people, race, culture, and tribe the way God sees them. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to look at them and say, hey, uh, and even if we're in a culture where there is an intentional bias from one race towards another, we don't have that privilege if we have the Holy Spirit of God in us. Because we're supposed to go to that race every race, every tribe, every culture to which God exposes us to and share about his goodness, his grace, his love, and his forgiveness. And if we are not doing that, if we if we as Christians adopt critical race theory, then we're saying we're looking at all white people as, yeah, you guys are bad, which we're not supposed to. We're supposed to look at them as you need the love of Christ. We don't have the option to look at a race and say, here's the problem with you and here's the judgment on you. That's God's job. Our job is to look at every people, tribe, and race and say, here's why Jesus died for you and why he loves you just like he loves me. That's it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, critical race theory violates every biblical principle on loving each other that there is in the Bible. I mean, it, it violates it all because we is suggesting that people identify by race, class, or or um, something like that instead of their individual attitudes and thoughts on them uh, on just being who they are. Um, you know, I, it, it's just. And and again, this is something that has been built in and been dividing us for generations, not just something new. I don't know why it's coming out so much now, other than, and I go back to this because I'm going to study in Revelation, other than this is a time of division. This is a time of, of uh, separation. The Bible tells us that there's going to be a lot of this kind of stuff in the end days. So I, I think that's part of the reason why this is coming out so much now. Yeah, and I think one of the problems that... Uh, uh, I forget. I think it was... I, don't, I think it was someone on TikTok. I don't remember. Someone said that... Uh, 
I heard someone say that Satan has been in semi-retirement mm-hmm. for the last few years, almost decades, because the church has been doing his work for him, mm-hmm. hating on one another, uh, sowing seeds of division and racism and classism and political division that he's literally just had to sit back and just kind of, you know, go fishing and just check in every now and then and say, yeah, they're still doing good. And then go back into retirement because we're doing his work for him. And that the whole basis of Christianity is loving God and loving others because that's what God did for us. When we were enemies of his, he sent his son to die for us. He didn't treat us like, Oh, they're different and, and whatever. And so I'm just going to not do anything for them. Uh, He, sent his son to die for us. And I just, I just don't understand how a person who calls themselves a Christ follower, I do understand because I do this from some time, like, Oh, I've never met someone from that race, that country, that whatever, or that culture before. Huh? That's weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to interact with them. Yeah. That's one thing. It's another thing to say, I hate them or I'm going to refuse to interact with them, or I want nothing to do with them, or I'm better than them because of those differences. We we don't have that right or capability as Christ followers. And if you do do that, you're not a Christ follower. Yeah. And and that's what always bugged me about denominations. And I know we're going to, I'm, I'm slightly getting off of this, but you can't sit in a church and say you're right and they're wrong unless you have biblical proof that you're right and they're wrong. It's the same way here. God created the human race. He did not create races. He, he created the human race. If I stabbed you or you stabbed me, our blood is going to be red. You don't get chocolate milk out of a brown cow. Well, and I'll go one step further and say that if you're Christ followers, the same blood that was shed for a white person was shed for a black person, was shed for an Asian person, a Latino person, a Haitian person, a Jamaican person. Uh, it doesn't matter. That same There wasn't different blood shed for each different person. The same blood was shed for all of us. And if I have entered into a relationship with God by accepting salvation through his son, Jesus Christ, whether we like it or not, we're still, we are now family. So we now have family members that are Haitian, uh, Egyptian, uh, Russian, German, um, you know, every nationality from every people and tribe. They're now part of of the family. And that entire family is all supposed to sit at the table together. Exactly. With God. And we're all part, we are all the bride of Christ if we are a Christ follower. Yeah. That is something else that, I mean, I can't wrap my mind around it. Every one of us are the bride of Christ. It doesn't matter what we look like on the outside. God is looking at the inside. God is looking at the purity of our heart. So here's, I want to point out three things that uh, problems from a critical race theory 
perspective. Um, and the first, I think we already hit on it, is that in critical race theory, I'm supposed to look at a particular race and say, here's what you did wrong. Um, and there's nothing wrong from a historical standpoint of saying, hey, here's where we made mistakes. Let's not make them. But from a biblical standpoint, any race I look at, I'm supposed to look at them and say, hey, here's why God loves you. Not here's what you did wrong. Not judge them. That's God's point. So from a critical race theory standpoint, it puts me in a position where I am supposed to be now judging other people for the wrongs of their past, which biblically, that's not what God calls us to do. So that's one of my main, main problems with it. Um, and I, I don't have anything to add. That is right on. The second thing, and I'm trying to remember how you worded it when we were talking about this weeks before, I forget what you said. I think, I can't remember how you worded it. You said it, it, it focuses on, I can't remember what you said it focuses on now. Um, I, I can't remember. remember either because I don't know what you're <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It was, it was something about the, the fact that, um, oh, there was no positive, positive point to it, that it's all negative. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That it doesn't speak anything to here's how we can overcome that or do better. It just speaks to here's what you did wrong. And it doesn't give, and this is where my lack of knowledge of critical race theory may come in because someone may say, well, here's the positive aspect of it. Here's how it says we can do better. But from what I understand, when it's taught in schools, it's causing children to look at one another and see negative bad here's what's wrong with you yeah which goes against from a christian standpoint what god says when i look at other people i'm not supposed to say here's what's wrong with you i can say here's why god loves you or here's why we all need christ but i'm not supposed to look at people that way so right. that's 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 number two uh and number three it causes division it causes division. It's not, from what I understand, it doesn't unite people and say, hey, here's the you know bad things that white people did. Now let's white people sing arm in arm and do that. Because if people look at me and say, Floyd, here's all the things that are wrong with you, I'm not going to want to put my arm around them. I, I want to think like, well, forget you. I want nothing to do with you because you don't see anything positive in me. I don't see where it unites people and people are welcome to write in, text me, message me and show me how it unites people. And I'm speaking from a Christian standpoint. Cause I can't, again, I can't tell non-Christians what they're supposed to do. I can say Christians, here's what the word of God says. This is what we're supposed to follow. Right. Right. And, and, and when, when we get churches and this is, this is, you know, happening today more than we know or more than we even want to know. When we get churches that focus on these type of topics and that's all they preach about, that's where the division is coming from as well. We got politicians that are pushing this down our throats. We got, you know, I, I don't think this is something that should ever be taught in the school, period. Now we're we're teaching it in the military. We're teaching it in schools. We're trying to get it in. You know, it's taught in colleges. And again, this isn't new. It's been taught there all along. 
this is a step into Mark, uh, Marx, Marxist ideas and, and socialism big time, you know. Um, if, if we allow it to happen, then shame on us. Shame on the Christ followers who are sitting on their behinds instead of getting up and saying, no, this isn't right. We should never have to worry about, as Christ followers, about putting down anyone. Yeah, and I'm a part of an organization that is uh, trying to work with our school district and borough to help eliminate some of the racist activities that are going on uh, in our community. And um, one of the problems, one of the goals of that organization and the goals of so, so many people fighting against racism is to say, hey, um, from a black perspective to a white person, we don't want to make you the enemy. We want you to make you an ally in helping us all treat one another equally. This doesn't do that because it makes out white people as the enemy. Right. That, so there's, there's no making an ally of someone who you just called you're my enemy. And here's right. why you're my enemy. And here's all the reasons why you're my enemy. And here's why I can't trust you or anything that you do. So um, that's, that's one of the problems. It, it prevents you from making allies and working together. Again, it causes division. But here's, the, again, I, I, I agree. It definitely shouldn't be taught in schools. I'm not saying historically we should, we should probably teach. Here's some of the bad things that America did so that we don't do that again. But there is absolutely positively 100% no way that this should be taught in churches. And I've talked with people, administrators from churches who say, yeah, we just had someone come in and teach that. And I'm like, why in the world would you have someone come in and teach that when you have a pastor who should be teaching the Bible? And if they're teaching the Bible, they're teaching you to love one another, to not look at each other because of your differences, and that God loves you all. So it makes no sense to me. There's so many different places in the Bible that speak specifically about racism, about hatred, about God's desire. And I mean, if you if all you ever did was teach on the New Testament, love one another, love one another, love your neighbor as yourself. Neighbor that doesn't look like you, think like you, live where you live or vote like you. I mean, that's throughout the Bible. So I, I don't understand why a church would need, and they're paying money. To have someone come in and teach this when you already have the truth of God's word. This makes no sense. And I can't say it is sinful, but in my mind, it's bordering on sin because you're teaching something that conflicts with the word of God. You're, you're, you're a false teacher. I, I will go to it and say it's sinful because I believe that... This, what we're seeing today as the, the um, CRT is, and I'm going to say this, is from straight out of the pit of hell. The way they are bringing this out and the way they are, are presenting it, 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 you can't describe it as anything other than being satan because it goes against every biblical principle we have on loving one another and loving god 
Yeah, I, I just, it makes no sense to me. Now, I will say this, because some people are going to say, well, you know, Floyd, you're you're black, so you're probably a Democrat, and, and this, that, and the other, and I'm not. I'm a registered independent, although I am black. I'm a registered independent, not a Democrat, not a Republican. Um, I have no political side to this, because I don't think it's political. I think it's biblical. Mm-hmm. I think that racism is of satan it's sinful um i don't want to walk into restaurants and have people treat me differently just because of the color of my skin um i've sat at tables with you know myself and then five other white people and watched and none of us knew the waiter we're all in a tourist you know town um none of us knew the waiter and 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 over and over it happens regularly watch the waiter or waitress interact gleefully and happily with everyone at the table and then get to me and won't even look at me yeah just like what's your order okay uh you know and and okay move on uh so i am not trying to say that we shouldn't speak out against racism no no but if sure. we're yeah if we're a christian it's it's your god-given responsibility i mean it's part of the gospel I am saying that critical race theory has no place in a God-honoring, Bible-believing, spirit-filled congregation, and it has no place in a God-honoring, Bible-believing, spirit-filled person, either teaching it or being involved with it. If you're looking to find out how to treat other people, the Bible tells you that. It's literally all you need. That's why God didn't come up with critical race theory. He right. came up with the word of God. Right. And what we're saying is, oh, well, the and again, I'm speaking for Christians. How can Christians respond? What we're saying is the word of God isn't enough. So we need to look specifically at this other instrument or infrastructure or teaching in order to address racism. No, if you can't address it with the gospel, then you're not doing it right. That doesn't mean everyone's going to respond positively to the gospel, but people aren't responding positively to critical race theory. Right. I mean, it would be a whole different conversation if, wow, it's working, but it's not because it's causing anger and division and frustration because instead of making allies of people, you're dividing them and you're telling them you're, you're a mean spirited, hateful person who has nothing but racist tendencies toward me and you're my enemy. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't work. Yeah, we we need to get back to focusing on God's word and God's word only. Yeah, um, that, that's what we need to do. Um, as as a Christ follower, we are we are to measure everything against the word of God. Everything, nothing excluded, and and it isn't defined by an ethnic ethnic group or anything like that. Truth is rooted in everything. Or truth is rooted towards God or towards Jesus Christ and what he taught us. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. The idea that we are um, that white people, because I'm white, Lloyd's black. I'm not superior to Floyd. Matter of fact, I, I look highly respect Floyd and look up to him, you know, and, and, and this is crazy when people say, 
we can't get along. Because we can. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So we're going to we're going to wind down. We're going to talk more about this in a couple of weeks, probably. Um, not so much critical race theory, but the division of racism that's dividing our nation uh, because it's 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 rooted in sin. And every yeah. Christian needs to understand that uh, regardless of you're a rich Christian, poor Christian, black Christian, white Christian, uh, Republican Christian, Democrat Christian, whatever uh, you need to understand that racism is rooted in sin. So we'll talk more about this in a couple of weeks. Um, but any final thoughts on critical race theory or anything else we can come up with to make people angry? For... <laughs> well, I, I think my takeaway or my suggestions of how we should deal with this is first examine yourself. How do I feel? Am I doing what God commanded me to do by loving everyone and being a servant to everyone? Because that's what that's what a Christ follower does. They are servants to their fellow man. Am I am I doing that? Is there any kind of you said it, I think it was last night on, on, on our live stream, or it might have been a couple of weeks ago. There is no room in any Christ follower's life for hatred. No room whatsoever. You know, I may dislike somebody because of their actions, but I still am commanded to love that person. So we need to examine ourselves, number one. We need to pray that God would show us, um, that God would put blinders on us, that we don't see skin colors, that we don't see uh, culture differences. We see his love through the person we're talking to. Those are the two biggest things. Treat people, whether they're black, white, red, purple, purple dotted, I don't care. Treat them the way that you want to be treated. Respect them the way they, that you respect others. Or respect them the way that you want to be respected. And, and I think if we, we just focused on those couple things, we could... Turn things around. But we're not focusing on that. We're focusing on the negative instead of the positive. I agree. I don't think there's anything I can add to that. Uh, pray and, and examine your heart and make sure that we're we're doing what God calls us to do, that we're looking at every single person the way that God sees them. And if we're not, go back and, and, and pray about it mm-hmm. and ask God to change our heart. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask Mark to pray, and then uh, we'll be done. Okay. Father, you know our hearts, know our thoughts. 
know everything about us. Lord, we just ask that you would help us to be genuine Christ followers, not by name only, but by our actions towards others and and love others as you love them. Hmm. Um, Lord, it, it is so difficult in the world that we're living in now and the time that we're living in. It, it's so easy to just hate on people. We're asking that you come and you fill our hearts with love that only you can give us. And I pray today, Lord, that if there's anyone listening to our voices and they do not know you as Lord and Savior of their lives, that today would be the day of their salvation. They would reach out to you. They would take blinders that Satan has put on them and they would take them off and they would see your glory and your love pouring out to them and how you do it every day. Help us to treat our fellow man the way that you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen.